Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim GK, sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of the Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of the Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of uh, the Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, my, again, my guest is uh, Herbert Austin, District Director of Small Business Administration in the Dallas Fort Worth office. Uh, if you want to speak to our guest, I invite you to call in at 347-324-3460, or you can post a question in the chat room and uh, read it on the air, or you can do hashtag Apple Capital on Twitter. Um, if you do call in, we ask you to turn down your radio and press the number one to indicate you have a question. So I guess we'll just move forward. Uh, Herb, thank you for coming back for the program to talk about your passion, import and export. And, and thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tim. I feel so honored and privileged to be on again within two, within a week, second time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took you up on your offer. So I guess just go ahead and move and t- uh, tell us about how the SBA is passionate and getting involved with business to import and export uh, throughout the country, well, throughout the world, rather. Yeah, Tim, as you know, we are we are an importing country. I've never seen a country that is so focused on just importing goods from everywhere. You know, we are an open market. Anybody can bring goods here. And our trade deficit every 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 month is in the billions of dollars. So, mm-hmm. and what that means is we have a bunch of U.S. dollars sitting, sitting overseas in China or in Germany where we purchase those nice Mercedes-Benz. <clears throat> so what the president has said in the State of the Union is he's going to try to to double export within the next five years. And true to his word, he's actually clo- he's very close to doing that. So export has jumped up since since that State of the Union two, three years ago. We we have a lot of services in the government to assist companies that want to engage in, in international trade. It is a pity that uh, people kind of are so inward. People always look at their local market as a place to do business. So what I've observed here is that if I have a company in, in Texas, uh, I, I, I couldn't even think of exporting or shipping my goods to New Jersey, for example, let alone mm-hmm. overseas. You know where you face with all kinds of of issues and cultural issues and language issues, but the Small Business Administration has been engaged in 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 helping companies to export in in many many ways. Uh, again, mm-hmm. typically the person who wants to get into the export market, you know, they're doing well. They have some goods or services. They think they can sell overseas. We at the SBA work ex- very closely with the U.S. Department of Commerce, the International Trade Administration of Commerce. Those are the folks who have offices throughout the U.S., and they have those commercial attaches in embassies overseas. So the commerce is really the marketing arm when it, in, in terms of international trade. What the commerce department uh, counselor uh, or staff member would do, uh, if a company comes and says, I, I would like to 
be engaged in exporting. So, you know, there would be a conversation as to the capability and, and, and whether you think you want to sell. And the U.S. Department of Commerce can actually do research for you to identify potential countries where you, your goods will do well. Wow. And as a next step, potential buyers of your products, you know, people actually in market who may want to, may be interested in buying, and they do all this to the commercial attaché because they are right in, 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 in the marketplace. So it's easy for them to identify, you know, the prospective or potential buyers of U.S.-made goods. So the Commerce Department has another wonderful service. Unfortunately, all their services are, 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 are there are fees associated with it because there are expenses that they have to they have to incur to do a lot of the research. You know, if somebody wanted to ship their goods and they say, okay, now that you've given me the country, you've given me the buyer, I'd like to make a visit. I don't speak the language. Can you arrange for me? Oh, they will do all that for you, the U.S. Department of wow. Commerce. You know, they will, you know, you fly. They have someone from the commercial attaché's office in that particular market, meet with you, provide translation service, provide email, fax service, and, you know, take you around and meet the potential prospective buyers of the, of the product. So all those are services are, are, are you know, with a free of charge, except that some of them, there they are, they are fees involved. So this is, this, is, this, this is the first step. Now, the second step is the person now, Tim, says, well, now that I have those wonderful orders to fill, well, where do I get the money? to buy the raw material, to buy the labor that I may need, to put those 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 goods or services on the on the on the container, you know, to the country that I have the order with. So what we have two organizations in the federal government who provide financing for exporting. The Small Business Administration is a major player. The SBA has a loan program. Actually we have two loan programs, Tim. One is the company who says, in order for me to be engaged in international trade, I need to, to build an infrastructure. I, I, I may even need to go overseas on trade mission, on trade shows, to meet potential buyers, to understand market dynamics. So we have a program at the SBA that we call the Export Express. This is actually a line of credit. It's a 90% guarantee team up to $500,000. So you can wow. actually say to SBA, you know, I, I like to do this. I'm not exporting yet, but I'm planning to do it. I understand there are costs involved. I mean, it's some money. A 90% guarantee, unlike other SBA programs where the guarantee is 75 or 85%. It's a 90% mm -hmm. guarantee. Now that you feel comfortable, you visited the market, you have accepted an order, now you need to either manufacture those goods or you either, as a wholesaler, you may want to buy them somewhere, but you have to pay somebody. The SBA has another program, again, a 90% guarantee, up to $5 million to support export transactions. So the first program is called the Export Working Capital Program. Now, mm -hmm. you may say, Tim, well, what happened to the company now, Herb, who, who has built a business who now has an order of $10 million? How can you help them? That's where the Exim Bank comes in, the Export-Import Bank of the United States, another small federal agency that does the exact same thing that we do, Tim, except that they have no limits in terms of how much money they can lend to you. 
So you, wow. if you, you could, for example, uh, you probably heard every Boeing plane that leaves the United States to go overseas is financed by 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 Exim Bank. You know, so they, they call them the the, the Boeing's bank. You know, so mm-hmm. but they they also deal with small businesses, and and in every market such as this market, we have offices called the Export Assistance Center. This is just a one-stop shop where we provide a seamless delivery service to companies that are engaged in exporting, and where the Commerce Department, where the Exim Bank person and an SBA dedicated person work together. You know, so we have such an office here. In fact, that office just moved to my office from Grapevine because we had the excess capacity here. So there is so much, and of course, the other thing, uh, so those are the three agencies that are very much involved, you know, then the company may say, well, uh, I'm doing well in, in selling to to Poland, but I think I would serve the market better if I can set up a manufacturing facility in Poland. Well, that's what the big companies do. When there is an organization, another federal agency called OPIC, the Overseas Private Investment Companies. And what mm-hmm. OPIC would do, they, they provide two types of service, similar to Exim Bank, but for manufacturing, manufacturing overseas. They would provide the financing that you may need, and they may provide the insurance, you know, commercial and political kind of insurance, you know, in case something happened in country, so you can actually get insurance on, 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 your, on your facility. Eximbank wow. also does that. For example, uh, in, in, what, to, to mitigate risk, there is also a, a, an insurance policy that a small business that is engaged in exporting can purchase. You know, so I get an order to sell some goods to France, and it's a huge company in France, and they say to me, "Herb, the only way I'm going to pay you is upon a receipt of the goods." Well, they mm-hmm. are going to receive the goods before they pay you. Well, that, there is a risk involved in, in, in doing business in that manner. But in order to mitigate the risk, the Exim Bank also is in the insurance business as long as the goods are 51 U.S. made. So they mm-hmm. can actually provide an insurance coverage to small businesses that would cover 95% commercial risk. This is where the company in France suddenly goes bankrupt is unable to pay you. You can actually recoup 95% of your money. And keeping in mind that the SBA only guaranteed 90% or the bank provided a loan with an SBA guarantee of 90%, so you don't lose. And if there is a a political risk, so if if I had my goods on on a ship going to Syria, Oh, of course, you don't do business with Syria. I may not be a, a good example, but if I have my goods going to Turkey and, and, and there is something in Turkey where my goods cannot even enter or they enter, they were seized by custom, they have disappeared, the customer never received the goods, there is mm-hmm. also a political risk insurance coverage oh, that provides 100% guarantee if the goods were shipped and you cannot get paid for them. Of course, through the Small Business Development Center, as I indicated the other day, this is the, the, the counseling and training arm of the SBA, the Retired Executive and Score and SBDC. They also provide, you know, hands-on counseling, and they have numerous seminars in my district, you know, for people who are just planning to start, but they don't know the how-to. 
They just want mm-hmm. to learn the basics to know whether this is something that that, that is good for them. So there, are, there, are, there is actually a specialty a small business development center in Dallas who work exclusively with companies engaged in exporting and importing. Of course, I don't speak much of importing because that's precisely what <laughs> we are trying to discourage people from doing. Having said that, we have a responsibility to the, to the American taxpayer to provide the service that they need. So if they say, my interest is in importing, you're trying to push export, my interest is in importing, can you help me? We will also help you. But we cannot provide loan guarantees to companies that want to use our funds to import goods from overseas. Okay, but so you, you have to find it. But we provide the counseling and training and the guidance and the mentorship that you may need to make the decision to get involved. But once you say, well, I need money to do that, we cannot be involved in, 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 in taxpayers' money, you know, giving you money, for example, to bring goods from China. Absolutely. Your bank may want to do it, you know, but we cannot guarantee that type of loan. Okay. When a, I know you have the uh, the ex, uh, the office in Dallas and there are throughout the country. Um, I think there's on your SBA gov forward slash content forward slash US uh, hyphen export hyphen assistance hyphen centers, and on your SBA website you have the list of your uh, your network uh, centers with SBA representatives. So if a person all of a sudden say I want to do uh, exporting. The first thing they need to do is what to give with one of your agents at one of your local offices, or if they're not in one of those local offices, uh, go to that website and they can just call the office that handles that particular region. What would be the first step that they really need to consider? If, for example, they're going to want to sell uh, the HP computer line uh, to a country is like overseas, beyond the, you know, the U.S. continent. North One American of the continent. first steps that I do recommend uh, is, in order not to waste the, 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 the counselor's time, is every SBA office has, has a person who has a title of DIDO, D as in David, I-T as in Tom O. It stands for the District International Trade Officer. So mm-hmm. I would always recommend for someone to kind of stay in touch. I happen to be the Dido here for having been engaged in exporting almost almost all my life. So, mm-hmm. so I volunteer myself to be the Dido, and and the person would call, and we would we would kind of do a first phase counseling with them team. Maybe this person has no clue as to exporting, and they're just looking for information. And we want to be able to, to, to send them to our website, the OIT, you know, sba.gov slash OIT, where they can get access to all the information. We can send them to the training, sba.gov slash training, where they can actually get training on site, you know, to, to kind of get a sense as to whether this is something they want to be engaged in. What you find mm-hmm. is people here, here it sounds like sexy or exporting, and suddenly you get a bunch of people after a speech by the president who thinks they can export, and most of the time they have no goods to export, but the, the, their language would be something like, I am from Colombia, and I know what the Colombian buy, so I think I can get into this business if I can get money. Well, all those programs require, all those programs, first of all, the Commerce Department, for example, will not talk much to to the, what you call the traders. 
those are the people who, who know countries, and you see many of those, you know. So many, unfortunately, they cannot get assistance from Commerce Department because Commerce wants you to have some goods or services. They can showcase for you overseas. They want to be able to take you on trade mission with your own goods and catalog of goods, not someone who's actually can source goods to sell overseas. So, so we we meet with them and kind of talk to them about you know the way to go in terms of you know what what they what they're thinking. And most of the time, what we find is prepared to be involved in exporting, and they're always looking for money. They hear a ninety percent guarantee on like all the SBA programs. Well, we're not going to mm-hmm. put ninety percent. We're not going to put half a million dollars in your hand when you have no clue. As even if you show me an order. You probably don't even know how to ship goods overseas. You probably don't even know how to negotiate terms of payment with your buyers. You know, you probably don't even know what there are countries we don't do business with politically. There are some countries we don't recommend you do business with commercially. So these people many times they have no clue. So I want to be able to provide them with that information. And if they 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 are serious, I can connect it connect them with the small business development center for a lot more hands on. Mm-hmm. And if they're a manufacturer, even better, then I can connect them with the U.S. Department of Commerce, who happens to be right here, you know, to help them out. Because typically they're looking, wow. for, they're looking for customers. I have some goods. I'm doing well. And you never see them when the economy is good, Tim, which is a shame. You only see them when things are bad in the country and they say, gee, you know, I'm stuck with goods that I can sell. I understand there is something called export. I like to get involved in it. Well, you have to to build a, a, an infrastructure to get involved in this thing, and it's not going to happen in six, seven, eight months. It may take you a year before you get your first order from an overseas buyer that you've been talking to forever. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you you're not going to believe this that there are 19 federal agencies that are engaged in this business, <laughs> and, and yet we don't export much. There are 19 of us that are somehow are involved, whether it's a licensing issue where you may have to go to the Department of State or you may have to go to Homeland Security to get uh, your tanks uh, or your guns or ship to, 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 to Iraq. You know, there is a licensing requirement, and it depends on what the goods are. You may have to go to different agencies, and that's why the, the U.S. Export Assistance Center was created years ago because the small businesses are at a loss as to how to start. So in those centers, you can go in, and once you identify what you need, anyone in that center can make the, the, can make that call for you, if you will, can connect okay. you with somebody. Yeah, and that wow. exists. Yeah. So you're gonna have a lot of patience, and when you actually go in, you need to come with a plan, uh, what you're trying to do. But what type of products and services, typically, that in high demand and overseas? Um, now, I'm sure I'm not counting the borders of Canada as more like the U.S. is not as much as involved, I'm assuming. Uh, however, if you go south of beginning with Mexico and so forth, then you get a bit more complicated. Is that the, the same case? Well, yeah. you, know, you know, years ago we, 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 passed, we passed the NAFTA, the North African Free Trade Area, where, mm-hmm. where the Americas would do business as if, as if everybody was from the U.S., you know, they, 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 the, 
the duties that you need to pay on goods. After a while, we're to or reduce or eliminated. So doing business with Mexico is actually just as easy as doing business with Canada. But the only issue is sometimes the language problem that people are afraid of. You know, so they they would prefer to go to Canada naturally than than, than Mexico. But uh, the market, those markets are wide open. Uh, I, I tell you, there are some goods that were definitely no longer competitive. I mean, uh, there are some, some, some. I mean, think of even, even, uh, even, even a, a tie that you have on, or a shirt that you have on. If you look at the back, it's made in China or contract manufactured in Guatemala in these countries because of their cheap labor. Uh, but I can think of medical equipment. Somebody told me the other day they can actually get medical equipment to export to, to India. And I said, wow, this is, a, this is a great product. This is a product where we have actually a competitive advantage, you know, over other countries, you know. Uh, so you just have to identify what happens is, I don't have a list on my head, but a customer comes with the right idea and they have a product they like to export. We can actually do all the research for them and to see whether there is uh, where there is a market for that type of product and where the markets are. What I like to say, Tim, is that there is always a market for the product. It may not be it may not be shipping, you know, used clothes to France, but you can ship container load of used clothes to Ghana. You know, it may not be shipping a Dell computer second hand in Italy, but you can ship many container load of used com- com- computer to Costa Rica, to Ecuador. So there is always a place that you can find for the product that you can source out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but clearly there, there, are, there are a list of products where we, we just, we just, no one can compete with us. Do you know the top uh, products that people would normally uh, export that you guys like to see besides medical equipment and what type of maybe one or two services that's in demand um, overseas as well? Let me, someone just send me something on companies, some success stories okay. on companies exporting. Let me kind of quickly see. And while you do that, I'm just going to go ahead and give people, again, that website for the SBA, uh, the uh, the U.S. uh, Export Assistance Centers is uh, www.sba.gov forward slash content, C-O-N-T-E-N-T forward slash U.S. hyphen export hyphen assistance hyphen centers (coughs) and that's the dash in the center and not the underlying, and they have a list of uh, uh, offices throughout the United States will be able to help you. Uh, the ones for the Dallas-Fort Worth office is the ones off, uh, is in Grapevine, uh, and uh, that number is 817-310-3749. And the territory is Texas, North, of, North uh, New Mexico. But there's several others throughout the United States that will be able to help you as well. And that that office, you know, a team just for you to know has just moved here to my office. Oh wow! Yeah, the 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 rent was too high in Grapevine, so they just moved here. So I, mm-hmm. I have a one-stop shop here. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the list here of companies. I'm I'm reading here. Uh, this company is 
they are in the industrial printing solution. What they do, they market printing and packaging products for the maquiladora industry in Texas, right, right by the border, and they do it extremely well. They, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking at another company here, Precision Technology. They manufacture nylon injection moldings that are used in the manufacturing of other products because many times, many times, you know, Tim, you may not be the exporter of a record because if you take off a Boeing plane, they buy a lot of parts and pieces locally from mm-hmm. a lot of small vendors, from a lot of small companies. And those companies can get access to our export program. Because mm-hmm. eventually, the goods that they sell for the Boeing to Boeing is is go is part of of a plane that will be going overseas. So you don't really have to be actually the actual exporter of a record to take okay. advantage of our ninety percent guarantee on five million. Mm-hmm. So we and we have a lot of example of those you know firms that support you know. You know the fighter planes, for example. You know there's got to be a couple of pieces that maybe they buy from the small small businesses here. We consider all those as as part of those export deals when we talk about exporting. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, yeah, this company actually. They do a lot of business in 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 the Caribbean, in in Latin America, and they mm-hmm. do. The the company is a value added remarketer of specialty crude oil products. So they, they they do something with to the product, and and they export it to many countries in Latin America, including Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, and as I said, very few products are really not exportable. It's really, a, you know, where do you find the market for it, you know? It may not necessarily mm-hmm. be the, the market of interest. You know, people always think of 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 Europe, for example. You know, this is where they like to sell. You know, it's almost guaranteed payment. They kind of understand the culture. You know, payment, payment is not an issue. We understand their currency and that type of thing. But many times, okay. it's, 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 it's not the market you want to be because the, the more advanced, the more competitive they are. So okay. you, want, you want to go elsewhere. You know, you have countries everywhere. I mean, you have, as I said the other day, 99% of the world population is beyond our borders, and 70% of the world purchasing power is also beyond our borders. So there is a lot of opportunities for companies who want to engage in exporting. It, you know, it is actually a pity that uh, there is so little interest in exporting. Germany could not survive without having to export. I think they, they export like 60, 70% of their total production every year. You know, uh, well, China is another example of a country that uh, exports everything they make. <laughs> but we, 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 I suppose, you know, we're a huge country. You know, people feel comfortable selling here. 
you know, mm-hmm. the payment is not an issue, the language is not an issue, putting goods on the container with, with, comes with all these problems is not an issue. So that comfort level prevents a lot of people from looking elsewhere where they can make a lot of money and create a lot of well-paying jobs because now, wow. uh, generally speaking, uh, export jobs pay better than the regular jobs. Wow. I don't know why, <laughs> yeah. Now, for example, if uh, you mentioned at the very uh, top of the show, you talked about um, the your agency will help the person if they are looking at this particular area and say you you do the search research for them and say, hey, this is going to be a, the best place to go to sell your products, best country, or and um, then they work with the Department of Com- Commerce. I think you mentioned. Uh, to work out all the details, and you know, they find what if there's a trade show they can um, uh, to attend to kind of sell their product, and also they will uh, assist them, which we have to pay for a person if they go into that country and do a trade show that can make an arrangement for them to have a person to be an interpreter. So they provide a whole array of different services uh, that works in conjunction with the SBA in order for you to get your products uh, abroad uh, throughout the uh, world, pretty much. And the best way to put it, Tom, if you think of the ITA division of commerce, I call them, when it comes to exporting, they're really the marketing arm because they have Mm -hmm. something that very few people have. That is, uh, they have people working overseas close to market. So they Mm -hmm. have what they call the commercial attaches actually report to Commerce Department, not to Department of State. They are the ones who, when when when, I, when you come here to this office and speak to a commerce person, and you say, I like to, I like to export my, my my shoes that I'm manufacturing to to Italy. Well, they just pass on that information to someone in Italy, who comes back with a report, and the report may say you really cannot compete in Italy for for shoes because they are very well known for class and class <laughs> issues. So this is the kind of report you may be getting, but they're going to start, sure. they're going to say, well, you should be thinking of of Turkey. You should be thinking of Portugal, because those American they, they, they love American-made product, and I think you will do very, very well in this country. So they can, they can give you all those tips. Now, uh, you know, as I said, if you want to go to market, they're going to help you out as well. It doesn't have to go to a trade mission environment. It could be one-on-one. You just want to travel and you need help. You need translators. They're going to help you. Where the SBA come in and Commerce and Exim Bank come in, CS has the trade financing arm for, for the government. So we have the Commerce who has nothing to do with, with finance. They can give you all the marketing information, all the data that you need, all the lead that you need. need. They can generate those for you. But now that you've done all that homework, you spend so much money doing this, and finally you start getting orders to ship those goods overseas. It's no longer commerce. Mm-hmm. It becomes SBA and or Exim Bank. But we work together okay. in providing that service, as I said, in the, in the seamless delivery service. That's what the UCAC, the Export Assistance Center, was intended to do. You know, when you come in in one office, you get all the, all the services that you need. And as I said, that service has moved to my office now, which which I'm I'm very happy because uh, if somebody calls me now on export, you know I I just have to refer the call to commerce here. If it's marketing, if it's finance, I have an SBA dedicated person 
who manage the export finance program for us, and the Exim Bank guy is in Makini, and we just have to call him, and he will be here. Wow. So, in closing, um, about exporting, anything you want to, I guess, add for uh, our listeners being interested in exporting and uh, kind of give a summary of the discussion? Yes, Tim. I, I, I would say that uh, we, we, we got to take international. You know, we, mm-hmm. are, we are, from the perspective of exporting, we're just isolated. We, we don't think export like other countries do. And when you consider that the customers are not necessarily here, you should really, you know, if you want to expand your business, there is no better way to expand your business than looking for new markets for your product. And that's where the export, and you have all the support system here to, to help you out in the process. You're not alone. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when you talk about a 90% guarantee on lines of credit to help you out, the, and this is a permanent program, mind you. The, the SBA has a 75% guarantee, you know, on loans domestically. So that's how much, uh, you know, uh, how much attention, attention that we have assigned to exporting. So I think people should kind of start thinking about exporting, whether they're trading companies, whether they're small manufacturers, uh, you know, what you find, as I said, team, they are happy here, the economy is good, they don't want to hear about exporting. Then then the recession hit, then everybody's looking for a way out, and it's just too late, you know, to, to, to build that infrastructure that you need to be engaged in exporting. So we really yeah. should be should be like a, a typical European country who, who, who breed exporting, who understand it so well that they, they, they facilitate their, 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 their clients, their constituents who want to engage. We do the same here. We have the services here also, and we want people to take advantage of them. Okay. Well, I really appreciate it again. And uh, the, for more information about the export, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, your office again in Dallas, Fort Worth, you can tell us where it's located? Yes, we're at 4300 Amon Carter Boulevard in Fort Worth, Texas, five minutes away from the airport. My telephone number is 817-684-5502. My email address is herbert.austin at sba.gov. We have the best site in government, www.sba.gov slash OIT, the Office of International Trade. You can look into this and see all the information that you may need to get started. You can go to www.sba.gov slash training. You can get training on export, export marketing, and those very basic things that you may need to get started. Okay, great. I really appreciate it. If you do, you have any information that you can send me? I can kind of share some outlines uh, with some of the listeners. I know I'm going to get a lot of questions on this. Uh, if you can just send it to me on email, uh, I really appreciate it. Okay. Okay. Put together. Great. I really appreciate it getting you joining the program today, uh, Herb uh, Austin with the SBA Dallas Fort Worth office. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you so much. Bye bye. Okay. Have a great day. If you're looking for financing, I'm going to play a at you know, one of our sponsors, which is Apple Capital Group. Uh, they actually does a lot of can help you with some initial financing. So I'm going to go ahead and play their their spot real quick, and then we'll close the program. Apple Capital. Thank you for joining. 
the program. Again, Tim Jacquet. You can download this show on iTunes or on Blog Talk Radio. Um, archive editions, all of our 59 show. This is our 59th show. Can be downloaded on iTunes or on Blog Talk Radio or on blog.applecapitalgroup. Thank you for listening. And again, go ahead and play this uh, spot with uh, Apple Capital Group regarding financing, and then we close out the program. Thank you for listening. Take care. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For more information about equipment financing and asset-based loans, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. Or call us at 866-611-7457. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to The Core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. And thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet.